spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. I'm hey, Dr. Folks, Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or health care provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. ADHD, all the mental disorders that are out there, and yet nobody seems to talk about it. So today is going to blow your mind, because even if you don't have anxiety or depression, we're going to teach you how to keep your brain healthy. And if you've listened to me before, I've been on the air now, I don't know, 14 years, and I've been lecturing for 40 years. I talk a lot about the brain because the brain controls everything. The way the body works is your brain sits up in your head and it sends messages down your spine, out your nerves to every cell in the body. So right now, there's a nerve that goes to your heart and your lungs and your liver and your spleen, your kidneys, your thyroid. Everything is hardwired to the brain and that's why we're alive. And yet, I don't know why brains are not discussed constantly when it comes to any health disorder. Unfortunately, it's not. Now, if it's a mental disorder, brains are discussed. But we don't talk about what to do about it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So foods have an immense impact on your body and your brain. And eating whole foods, like I talk about, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, and what to eat, uh, it's a good way to simultaneously support your brain health and your physical health. So one treatment, two problems solved in many cases. Avoiding things like sugar and artificial sweetener, in my view, is so evidence-based and it's a critical aspect of helping to prevent and also to treat people with depression. And I'm going to talk about some studies about that right now. Both contribute to chronic inflammation, and that can wreak havoc on your brain function. Inflammation is bad for everything, especially your brain. Recent research shows swapping processed junk food for a healthier diet can significantly, that's a key word, improve depression symptoms, which really shouldn't come as a great surprise. And again, I've been in practice, I've been seeing patients, I've been practicing about 38, 39 years, I saw patients in my internship, so over 40 years I've been seeing patients. And I've seen tens of thousands of patients, and with radio and television, my books, my lectures, uh, podcasts, social media, we've influenced millions and millions of people all around the world. And I know, from seeing these patients, that diet should be, I feel, primary intervention, or at least co-primary intervention. Sometimes it's a serious issue. Someone may be suicidal. Somebody may be threatening themselves or others. We may need medication immediately. However, we also need to implement dietary work, and it's not being done. And it's a shame because it's so inexpensive to implement dietary changes. In fact, the person has to eat anyway, no matter who you are. Why not just feed them good food? whether it's you or someone else, when it comes to overall health, not just anxiety and depression. So I want to talk about the sugar. Uh, and research published, this is 2014, linked sweetened beverages, both sugar and artificial sweeteners, with an increased risk of depression. So the evidence is very, very clear. This is not a secret. Now, interestingly enough, fruit juices were even more hazardous. 
Same amount of sweetened fruit juices, four glasses they did in this study, were associated with a 38% higher risk of depression. So people come to me all the time and say, Dr. Joe, I eat well. I eat like you always say, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. And then I have them write down what they're eating, and they're sucking down orange juice, two glasses in the morning, and then they have some cranberry juice, some grape juice. Folks, that's just almost pure sugar. Now, if you eat a piece of fruit, let's say an orange, the orange has fiber in it and phytonutrients, and the fiber slowly pushes the sugar through the colon, giving you a slow release of energy. That's good. Juice the orange, take out the fiber, you're basically drinking sugar water. Not a fan of fruit juices. I'm a big fan of fruit, not a fan of fruit juices. Now, if you want to pulverize the fruit, let's assume instead of an apple juice or even an orange, you pulverize it. Let's say you use something like a Vitamix. Well, you make a pulp out of it and drink that, that's better. You're still breaking down the fiber. It's not as good as the whole fruit, but it's better. So don't think because you're doing fruit juices, that's a good thing. So overall, artificial sweeteners, those diet drinks, are associated with the highest risk of depression. And I can't tell you how many patients I've seen in my career who say, well, Dr. Joe, I'm depressed because I'm overweight. Now, if I feel a little fat, I don't, I'm not happy with myself. I realize I got to do something about it. And I used to be fat. When I was a kid, I was overweight. And it was very depressing. I remember that. I couldn't run with my cousins. I couldn't uh, keep up in a swimming pool. I looked horrible in a bathing suit. I'd wear a T-shirt when i go into the pool because I was embarrassed. And I understand that, that obesity can be linked to depression, not just chemically, but emotionally. And so people are drinking diet sodas because they're, they think they're overweight. And in reality, the studies are very clear. The more artificial sweetener you consume, the higher the risk of gaining weight. It works the exact opposite. And I'm not going to do a whole show on that today, but it, it, don't, don't do diet sodas. Of all the things I teach you, the worst thing you can put in your body, in my opinion, is artificial sweeteners. So those who drank primarily diet soda were 31% more likely to suffer from depression, whereas regular soda drinkers had a 22% increase. So more if you're drinking the diet sodas. Those who drank primary diet fruit drinks had 51% higher risk of depression. So they had artificial sweetness to the fruit drinks, while consuming regular fruit drinks was only 8%. So the key here, the takeaway from this section is stay away from the artificial sweeteners in everything. They're in over 5,000 products. Read the ingredients. Does it say acylfame K? Does it say aspartame? Does it say sucralose? Uh, saccharin? Put it down. Walk away. It's not something I want you to consume. Now, it's up to you what you do. I can't make you do anything. But I can tell you the science is clear. And I know after 40 years of research, this is what works best. If you drank diet iced tea, oh, wait a minute, Dr. Joe, you didn't say anything about diet iced tea. That's a different story. No, it's not. 25% increased risk of depression, whereas those who drank regular sweetened iced tea, 6%. So the diet iced tea, not good. Anything with artificial sweetener, anything with artificial sweetener, that would be gum, candies, cakes, yogurts, uh, cookies, uh, drinks. Please, I'm begging you. I don't want you drinking them or eating them. Research, says, uh, uh, it, uh, it was called The Link Between Fast Food and Teenage Depression. Found adolescents who had elevated levels of sodium and low levels of potassium in their urine. So we can test. It's very simple. That's an in indicative of a, bad of a bad diet, junk food diet, where had more frequent symptoms of depression. So once again, diet sodas, junk foods. Now, according to the authors of The Link Between Fast Food and Teenage Depression, given a substantial brain development that occurs during adolescence, individuals in this 
developmental period may be particularly vulnerable to the effects of, of, of diet on the mechanisms of underlying emotional regulation and depression. So because they're young, they're more susceptible to it. So let's talk about how sugar is bad for you. You know me, I don't just tell you why things are, I tell you how. I'll give you the hows and the whys. So sugar, particularly things like high fructose corn syrup and other grains like breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, contribute to something called insulin and leptin resistance. And that impairs the signaling, which can play a significant role in mental health. So let me talk about what this is. Insulin resistance. It's also known as type 2 diabetes, metabolic syndrome. Um, that's part of metabolic syndrome. So what happens is I eat sugar. Okay, let's assume I'm going to down a big can of soda right now with 12 teaspoons of sugar in it. So I down a can of soda, and my, it goes into my body, and my brain sends a message to my pancreas and says, Hey, Joe just drank a lot of sugar. Hey, pancreas, release something called insulin. So the pancreas says, Yes, sir, and releases insulin into my blood. That insulin goes to the cells in my body, and it acts like a key. It goes into the cell and unlocks the cell so the cell opens up and allows sugar into the cell to be used as fuel. Normal mechanism works perfectly when it works. If I eat a lot of sugar over time, I release a lot of insulin. Well, the cells keep getting knocked on the door saying, hey, open up. It's time to let sugar in. And the cells say, no, I can't take any more sugar. I've got sugar from the last time. So I'm going to resist insulin from letting me open up insulin resistance. See how that came about? And now the cells say, no, I'm not going to take the sugar. So what happens to that sugar? It has to go somewhere. So the sugar now floats around in your blood. You have high blood sugar. That's where that comes from. Now that sugar can't stay in your blood because it's an acid and it'll, it'll cause serious damage to your blood vessels if the sugar goes too high. This is one of the reasons why diabetics oftentimes uh, get uh, necrosis. The blood vessels are damaged, especially in their feet, and they may even have to have amputation or surgery. So it's affecting the blood vessels, too much acid or too much sugar in the blood. So the body says, I got to get rid of this sugar. The cells ain't taking it because the cells are saying, nope, I'm resisting insulin. So the body says, what can I do with it? Ah, here's an idea. Let's convert that sugar into glycogen. Glycogen is where we store sugar or energy to be used later. So the body says, right now i got a lot of sugar, but later on I might not have all that sugar, so I'm going to save it as a reserve tank. So it fills up glycogen stores. could be the liver, the muscles, blood vessels. And now we store glycogen, but you keep eating sugar. Cells won't take it because it's not letting insulin open up. Glycogen stores are all filled. Uh-oh, what do I do with it? i got to get this sugar out of the blood because it can be da dangerous and even deadly. Blood sugar is too high. And so the body says, I'm going to convert this sugar into something called triglycerides and store it as fat. So this is why eating sugar makes you fat. And so you keep eating a lot of sugar and you get this insulin resistance. Now, there's also something called leptin resistance. I eat food. It goes into my stomach. My stomach releases a hormone into my blood called leptin. Leptin goes up into my hypothalamus in my brain and says, hey, hypothalamus, I've got nu nutrients coming. I just ate food. And the hypothalamus says, okay, I'll stop making the body hungry. And the body, they, you feel full and you move on to the next meal. Well, if you eat a lot, you keep releasing all this leptin, the brain says, I don't believe you. You can't send that much leptin out. You can't be that full all the time. That's not right. 
So the brain resists listening to the leptin, which is the hormone released from your stomach to make you feel full. And now you have leptin resistance, so you don't feel full. Fat cells also produce leptin. So if you're fat, you're producing leptin to go to the brain to say, stop eating. You got enough stored energy. Over time, the brain says, I don't believe you. And you become leptin resistant. And that's why when fat people eat, they want to keep eating and eating and eating. And I used to be fat, so I'm speaking first person singular here. So that's why us fat folks have trouble with that. Now, I'm not fat anymore, but I had to learn what was going on in my body. I was a kid at the time. I luckily lost weight because I, I, I wanted to run with my cousins. I wanted to play stickball. And so that was my motivation. But now science has proven why these things happen, why fat people eat so much. They're leptin resistant. So all we have to do is stop the body from producing leptin. The cells become more sensitive to leptin or insulin, and then it kind of resets itself. So that's why it's so hard to lose weight. It's a brain thing. So we have something called the 21-day cleanse that we put people on, and that helps reset the brain. So if you want more information, send me an email through the website, drjoe.com. I'll send you that protocol. It's really simple, relatively inexpensive, and works really well. So we're talking today about why sugar affects mental health. So number one, insulin and leptin. Uh, number two, it suppresses, and this is a very important factor, especially for children, suppresses the activity of a key growth hormone called brain-derived neurotropic factor. This was recently, I think it was invented in 1980, discovered in 1981. Brain-derived neurotropic factor promotes healthy brain neurons, the nerves in your, in your brain. Brain-derived neurotrophic factor leads to critically low, uh, levels are critically low in both depressed people and schizophrenic people, which animal models suggest might be the cause. Brain-derived neurotrophic factor allows you to de de grow new brain cells, and sugar lowers that ability to do that. Sugar consumption triggers a cascade of chemicals in your body that promote inflammation. Inflammation is swelling in the body. Long-term inflammation disrupts normal function of the immune system, which puts us at greater risk of depression. And then sugar also impairs the microbiome, the bacteria in your colon, and that affects the immune system, neurotransmitters, development of new nerves. So sugar affects your brain on so many different levels. And you're thinking to yourself, but my kids like candy. I like candy. I like cake. I like sugar. I like breads, cookies, donuts, pastas. I do too. Because the other thing that the sugar does, it goes into your brain and releases something called dopamine. And dopamine gives us pleasure. And we are all little pleasure hounds. We do things for pleasure. And so it's a quick, easy, cheap, legal way to get high. And you just keep affecting the brain. The nucleus acubens releases dopamine. Dopamine gives us pleasure. And so when you understand how the brain works with all this stuff, you realize what you're doing to yourself. So every time you go to eat something sweet, especially if you have a neurological brain issue like anxiety, depression, bipolar, you have to say to yourself, is it worth me messing up my brain? Not my fat, not the fact I feel good. Is it worth messing up my brain? And the answer is always no. The only reason you give into it is because the hypothalamus and the dopamine are saying, come on, I want to get high. Give me something to get high with. And you got your sugar. That's why I like to reset the brain with a 21-day protocol. So if you're just tuning in, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about how diet affects mental health. So one of the key predictors of heart disease and diabetes is chronic inflammation, and that's also associated with poor mental health. So the same rules apply for diabetes, heart disease, cancer, uh, obesity, prostate issues, sexual dysfunction, brain malfunction. The same eating rules apply. 
The nice part is it's not a different plan for each one. How many of you right now have different health issues, diabetes and high blood pressure and cholesterol levels and you're overweight and you're having sexual dysfunction and you're depressed and you're overweight and you're bloated and you're gassy and you have bad breath and you have heartburn? I bet you I described a bunch of you out there just then, didn't I? I know because I see people in my practice every day. And they come in and they have these problems. So the number one reason we see patients is pain. Neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, uh, sciatica. My team of doctors and I are really good at working with pain patients. In fact, chiropractic care is the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. So when it comes to back pain, absolutely positively, I feel you should start with a chiropractor. There are certain rules that wouldn't. I mean, if you're losing bowel and bladder control, that's usually a neurosurgeon. Anything less than that is usually a chiropractic case. So get to us or somebody who's qualified if you have pain. Because not only is it pain, but you're also affecting the nerves that control the organs and it's affecting brain. Pain can affect the brain. Long-term can, can actually change the, the structure of the brain. So we want to get that under control. So come see us. If you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com is my website, drjoe.com. Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We would love to be your doctors. Let's check your nervous system. Let's check your digestive system. Let's look at your diet. Let's talk about some of these issues that you might have. And let's put together a protocol specifically for you. Wouldn't that be cool? We can do it remotely as well as in person. But make an appointment right now, drjoe.com. Normally, the first visit is, is, is $940. I've reduced that for my listeners to $299. That's exam, x-rays, consultation, first treatment on the follow-up visit going over the x-rays, a complete nutrition evaluation, and then telling you what we found. Make sure you come for that visit because then you didn't waste your time. So drjoe.com, stop suffering needlessly. So many of you are suffering right now, whether it's emotional issues, mental issues, chiropractic issues, digestive issues, and we have research that we can show you and say this is what the research shows that hopefully can fix it or help it without drugs and surgery. If you need drugs and surgery, great, we have it. In fact, we have a medical doctor on staff and he can do things like PRP. PRP is we take your own blood, spin it down and take out the growth factors called the platelets and we can re-inject them back into a joint to help the joint start to regenerate itself. It's never gonna be like it was when you were young, but the results we're getting from PRP are just crazy. We have treatments called acoustic wave therapy for erectile dysfunction. Non-surgical, very easy to do, and we, we, uh, we stimulate the cells in the body to grow new blood vessels. And it's like a little machine that taps the area. Tap, 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 tap really fast. And it can grow new blood vessels. Then we get you on some home therapies as well. We get you on supplements like nitric oxide, super greens, essential source. Open up the nerve supply in the low back to the sex organs. And it's a way less expensive than anything else out there when it comes to ED treatment. And it's very effective. And it's no drugs, no needles, which is kind of cool. So drjoe.com, you can book a points for any of those there. Okay, so what, what, the supplements, by the way. Supplements I just mentioned, everybody, I think, should be on Super Greens and Essential Source. That's the minimum supplements you should take every day. And they're two powders. They taste great. They're on the website, drjoe.com. I want you taking those every day. I want you to do it now. I don't want any excuses because that's Nutrition 101. You've got to get at least that in there. Then nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels. We have a bunch of other supplements. Vitamin D has been shown to help with depression. B vitamins have been shown to help with depression. So if you have questions, you can send them to me through the website, drjoe.com. Happy to answer your questions and maybe give you a little more insight specifically for you. So what we're talking about today is nutritional intervention when it comes to brain function. So another study published October 2019 
said the first, it's first of its kind, found dietary intervention can effectively treat depression in young adults. Bam. That's why I said earlier, this should be the primary uh, treatment protocol put together when people have depression. I can't imagine why this isn't the standard, the gold standard in treating people with anxiety and depression. Because it's effective, it's, it really doesn't cost anything more than what you're feeding the people now. Works great, and it's not just depression, it's physical and mental health. Now, the results of this study provide support for improving diet as a useful adjunct treatment in a, to reduce depressive symptoms. One of the most increasing finding, interesting findings is the fact that diet changes were feasible in just about every population they studied. So the participants in this one group, young students, uh, uh, university undergraduate students, so they anticipated some problems like uh, cost, uh, time to prepare meals, reliance on others for food. Let's say they lived at home or they went to the cafeteria at the school. And despite all the factors that they came up with in this study, there was significant increase uh, to recommend foods that are good for you and de- decrease the processed foods. Now, if you don't know what to eat, go to my website, drjoe.com. Go right now, drjoe.com, or when you're done listening, and type in the search bar, so what can I eat? And I did a talk in there. It's about 45 minutes long. It's not very long. And it's me sitting in a studio one day and just talking about breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks, parties, raising kids, holidays, unstacking your pantry, stacking your pantry, all there. And the website, by the way, we have over 4,000 hours of content on the website. And you can search it and play with it and do whatever you want with it absolutely free. It's my gift to you. That's an incredible gift. Because you can search whatever you have, neck pain, back pain, men's health issues, high blood pressure, diabetes, anxiety, osteoporosis, mental health. We've got it there for you, folks. All you got to do is go to the website and search it. It's my gift to you. So drjoe.com. And to make an appointment to come see us, drjoe.com. And all the supplements we talk about, drjoe.com. It's in the store section. So I want to be your doctor. I want to help get you well, and I want to help keep you well. And that's my goal of my doctors. And in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb, or we can do remote. Now, I want to talk about how the brain works. So the brain works on something called neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters are chemicals that make the brain work, and it's four major neurotransmitters. All of them have to do with your digestive system. So when I eat something, let's assume I'm eating carrot or tofu or steak, which I I don't eat steak. But it takes the proteins, my stomach unravels the proteins because it looks like a ball of yarn, and chops them up into something called amino acids. Now, there's 20 amino acids in our diet. The amino acid named tryptophan becomes serotonin in my brain. Serotonin makes me happy and helps me focus. Tyrosine becomes dopamine. Dopamine gives me pleasure. We talked about that earlier. Glutamine becomes GABA, which suppresses pain. Uh, It becomes norepinephrine, which gives me energy. So if your brain isn't working properly, and this, this kills me when it comes to mental health, you got to fix the gut. The gut is the source of the amino acids to produce the neurotransmitters to make the brain work. I can almost promise you, unless you've listened to my shows in the past, you've never heard that statement before. In all the patients I've seen in my career that have a mental health issue, all of them, 100% of them, have a digestive problem that's never been discussed. So many times the stomach is pushed up against the diaphragm. My team of doctors and I can help pull the stomach away from the diaphragm. It's pretty painless. Get you on the right diet. Get the bacteria in your colon built up properly. Get the nutrients that your brain needs to function normally. 
Folks, the best thing you can really do, and I got a lot more to cover, the best thing you can do is make an appointment to come see us. In the Atlanta area, drjoe.com. We can do remote consultations all over the world. Just go to the website. It says, hey, want to make an appointment? It's all over the website. Book and make an appointment. We'd love to see you. Normally, the first visit is $940. I've reduced that for my listeners to $299. I don't know how to prove to you more that I want to get you well and keep you well. We really do. And all the supplements you get on the website. Do me a favor. Follow me on social media at Dr. Joe Esposito, at Dr. Joe Esposito. We post health tips every single day. You'll get health tips every single day. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, drjoe.com. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on the WSB Radio app. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.